Creative Reboot, the ultimate podcast for creative souls, small business owners, side hustlers and dream chasers. I'm Carla, brand photographer and visual magic maker for colourful, magical weirdos and also a professional multipod. And I'm Sarah, creative copywriter and branding photographer for awesome female business owners and aspiring author. Hi, welcome to this week's this week's this fortnight's episode. I don't never know how to explain explain that now because we've changed the next our, episode. Um, next episode. Yeah. Welcome to our newest episode, uh, where in this week we are actually talking about a little topic that's probably been close to I would say both of our hearts recently, but maybe more so Carla's than mine. Um, <laughs> we're talking about burnout uh, from a, probably more from a creative point of view, creative uh, burnout perspective. Would you say, Carla? Uh, yes, although I think, as ever, it is kind of entangled. Well, uh, yes, this is true. Absolutely. Immutably with with life and everything. I mean, uh, are you are everything. you happy to talk about your own experiences recently, or I mean, you don't have to if you don't yes. want to. Yes, no, no, I'm quite happy to. I mean, it's it's a quite a regular occurrence for me, to be honest. Um, it's. Like <laughs> I feel like among, this, among this lots of my friends. this more recent episode for you though seems to have been more pronounced than perhaps. I feel like we 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 both just said it before we started recording, didn't we? That actually, I feel like everyone has been through some sort of burnout over the last few years because of the pandemic and world situations you know wars and and all of all the everything. rest of it just, yeah, yeah everything like one, one thing it's been, it's other been a bit huge, much yeah. hasn't it recently yeah yes. and i feel like that's that's just got on top of everybody but yes. i don't know whether it feels like does this does it feel more pronounced now maybe because we're coming out the other side i'm not sure where that's going i but. honestly don't have i don't have a considered reply to that because okay. i think yes and no i that's think fair. yes in some ways it does and in some ways it doesn't and in some ways i find coming out of the that all of that stuff um a good thing and yes and in other ways i find it incredibly stressful because <laughs> because we're all still literally quite literally my mum my, mm. my the expression my mum and my grand was used to them when they were frustrated when they were, when i was small was up to here i'm yes. up to here with this yes um i tend to use the more i'm fucking done but <laughs> so, yeah the, um, the i'm up to here i remember I my mum like, saying that as well actually yeah, so, yeah. i feel like you know, but that was for, for certainly in my family that was i mean you know my family really easy going and so that was a real expression of like i have literally i am at the brim now. now yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. and i feel like all of us are already up to here and then there's just more being part so although we're coming out we haven't actually had a chance to get back down to there yes, again yeah. we're already up to here and then there's just more and more and more yeah 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 um and i it's, do think that's quite a classic sign of burnout but we haven't had a chance to it feels like it's yeah. balancing precariously like a like a like a, yes. uh, a, a an already played with jenga tower sitting on top of our heads oh i like that i was like... gonna go with like a clown on a unicycle which is not where a clown should <laughs> be so yes <laughs> yeah. or on a tightrope yes. oh that too um, yes yeah. <clears throat> yeah it just feels no, like i think this... um yeah and I, I think so yes yes and no um, I mean, yes, I am. Uh, I wouldn't quite say standing joke. I would say I'm like a no. a running joke, <laughs> like in in lots of my friendship groups, because and creative um, colleagues, because because of the things that I. So I don't think it's that I necessarily reach burnout any quicker than a normal person, per se. Mm-hmm. But I have always got four to eight things on the You've go. You've got a lot going on, woman. Let's, you know, we know this, um, yes. And that's, I'm just talking creative and business. I'm not even talking about personal commitments and caring and houses and that kind of stuff. So, 
I think I reach it, I don't reach it any quicker in, say, measured in, like, number of things that trigger it, but I reach it more often and faster because I'm doing more things in the mm. same amount of time. Does that make any sense? Yeah, it At does. least that's my, that's that's what I'm telling myself. I'm, I'm, I'm not just crap and burn out constantly, it's just I have more going on than anybody else. You, no. like, as I but, say, uh, <laughs> you have an awful lot going on, woman, honestly. It's, uh, it's, yeah. you, you have, I always joke and laugh, but you have the life of, like, five or six people you know yeah at least i would say interestingly it's only since last july when i started adhd meds and then as i say it's still not magic bullet it's still but but i am starting to have glimpses and inklings that that's maybe not sustainable yes maybe i mean maybe (laughs) part of me is like well i have meds now so i can do five times more than that and i'm gonna do it anyway you know i'm gonna do it anyway i feel like it's sheer stubbornness at this point isn't it i mean i actually read i'll see if i can find the article to link but i actually read an amazing um Two things actually. One was a rundown which I can't link to. It's in a private group of someone who has just discovered she is neurodiverse, and I was like, I feel so called out by every single thing you've said. <laughs> and the other one was when I was trying to look at how to organise your inbox. Um, for, sorry, I'm not telling this about ADHD, but I do think that is relevant to why I burn out quicker mm. because I have no concept of. I also have no concept of what is impossible until I just can't do any anymore, yes. and I just stop and kind of flop. Yeah, that, that I don't sense. have any warning signs, and I'm trying to recognise the warning signs, which mm. we'll talk about a bit more later on. Um, but this this thing of like. Um, some ADHD people struggle with blah, 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 or they um, get very excited about things and they'll do things like book really expensive courses and then never start them. And and by the time I got to like number six of this like 15 point list, I was like, I can't read this anymore because this every this is very uncomfortable. I've done all me. of these this things. Is in my head. It's not fair. It's all of me. And all of these things, I'm like, well, that's really fucking stupid, isn't it? But that's what I do all the time. Um, <laughs> See, I do uh, think that I, feeds I, into the burnout. Can I just say, I would, ha- I would read that list and go, 15 out of 15, I win. Woohoo, right? Like, so... <laughs> So that was fun. Um, the best part is like in in classic like neurodiverse ADHD type um, is that I was actually supposed to be looking for something entirely different oh, about specifically how yes. to do a specific task in Thunderbird. I wasn't even looking for ADHD stuff to begin with. <laughs> However, I think all of that to say, I think that that is why I struggle with burnout regularly mm. because I think I can do far more than I do and I also have so actually again I think there's two things that feed into it for me is that um and I've been I've been very lucky in recent years to have had um close friends who I speak to every day um or most days or like between a group of people I speak to at least one of them every like there's you there's Lou there's you know our writing girls there's um there's and, and I'd speak to people regularly enough that someone will clock before yes. I do yes yeah yeah when something's not because actually the glorious thing about living in your own is you can do whatever you want. You can do whenever you want. You can do all the stuff. And there's no one there to say, but darling, actually, I'd quite like to have dinner with you more than like once a month. That'd be nice. Um, and equally, yeah. there's no one who relies on you. The cats, as long as they get fed, they don't really care when they get fed. Exactly, yeah. Um, I mean, I do feed them reasonably regularly. But what I mean is if, if I come in at 9pm rather than 7pm... She, she they hasn't got two emaciated titties no, in the, in no, the, no, in the uh, no, lane laying desperately in the on the kitchen floor no, mostly why. actually i go i go in and i try to give them their food and they're like meh we've already <laughs> p- pigged out on biscuits we're fine <laughs> so um it's all good anyway yeah so but actually the then, downside of that is that i don't like yeah up until up until i would say the last three to four years i haven't had anyone who would clock it and i need someone who will clock it before i do because i do not clock burnout until i'm utterly burned out and like the other side and this is what i was just about recovery. Say, whereas if yeah. you can catch it early you don't need quite as much recovery time to get back because you've caught it earlier. Does that make any kind of sense? Well, yeah, so let's, let's just go back over that because I know for me, I mean, I'd say I know I probably don't exper- experience burnout quite as often as you do because I obviously don't have half as much going on as what you have. But I... And you I'm, might be better at clocking it as well. Like, I, I do think well, no, so, this is not this just is, I have too much, it's, it's no, me no, not the, noticing this is it. No, no, this is what I'm just about to say. The only time I ever really notice 
uh, creative burnout is when it comes to w uh, writing creatively for my clients. Um, oh, I, okay. I don't, so because by that point, I've generally, I'm so exhausted and tired that I haven't dealt with, I haven't done any of my creative stuff for a long time. Uh, mm -hmm. And by a long time, that could be like a week, two weeks. I don't know. That's a long time in, in a, to a creative person, isn't it? Um, yeah. So then the only time I start to really realise or that, I, that it actually occurs to me will be when I go to sit down thinking I've got this client project I need to, to sit and write. And I stare at the blinking cursor on the screen and think I have nothing. I literally nothing. have nothing to mm -hmm. give. And that's mm -hmm. usually my first inkling, which is at that point, I feel is the burnout point. I am there. I'm at that burnout point. Um, yes, I think that's accurate. I mm. think actually one of the real signs for me when I know that I'm having it, I feel like actually yesterday was really good. Um, I mean, yesterday was a particularly special case of shit. No, not yesterday, day before yesterday, Wednesday, um, was like shit upon shit upon shit. <laughs> but you then said to me perfectly reasonably, and I have done this with other people as well, like it's not just you, like, I've done oh, it good. Actually, <laughs> quite often with a temper team. <laughs> where, like, because, I am, because I'm already, but see, this is where I think it's really, really important if you are, particularly if you are working with other people, mm. or like you work often on your own, but you have things going on with other people. Or do you know what? Even if you just have people in your life, um, yeah. that... I so I mean I hopefully I've got good enough at recognizing that I then as soon as I've clocked it I will then be like oh god I'm really sorry I've been a twat um because I am genuinely I don't mean to be a twat it's just that but, but what so what happened for because I feel like I can share this without outing anybody else yeah. um is that um I had had just like a week of shit um and you know sometimes you just have those weeks and normally if I had not already been teetering on the edge of burnout that week would have just been a bad week but instead yeah. it just was like the, the tipping thing that I just couldn't cope anymore but I didn't know this I was like no I'm totally fine I'm just you know I'll just do this thing and I'll just deal with this tech thing and it'll be totally fine and then the tech thing got worse and then in the middle of the tech thing Sarah said the, the, the thing for the podcast it's not did you do the thing it's not working which is an entirely reasonable question and I completely lost my shit. Utterly lost my shit. I can't deal with I this would... anymore. I can't do this. I can't cope with any more on my plate. Fuck off. I can't deal with it. Blah. I, I would uh, like to then... preface that by saying I, I I knew you were having a bad day. And I actually started mm. with, I don't want to put anything else on more on you. But. Yes. <laughs> and uh, do you know, entertainingly, I think it was that but that it, it was. Weird, yeah. I know you were trying to mitigate, but because I was already in this terrible, <laughs> terrible state. And I'm laughing about it now. But at the I time, know, I was like. It felt like the worst thing in the world. And actually, to be fair, we'd lost two family pets, not my cats, but two family pets in the morning. Um, and so I was, it kind of felt like the worst thing in the yeah, world had already happened that yeah. day. And mm -hmm. so someone asking me what in that moment was the stupidest question on the planet when I was already dealing with like 18 other stupidest things in the world that I didn't want to be dealing with because I wanted to do was go and cuddle my cats and cry. Uh, I was just like, oh, I can't cope with anything. I can't take any more on my plate right now. Like I literally can't think of another thing until I've dealt with this thing, like fuck off. And... Yes, and then I woke up I'm a, a bit. You never told me like, to fuck off, I which woke is up. fine. I didn't tell you to fuck off. Oh, no, I did no, in no. my head. I did in my head. I just didn't <laughs> I type it. Did. <laughs> that, I did in my head. That is why I was just like, I'm just going to leave you alone. And I put my phone away and got and, back to work because yes. I thought there was And no she was point. very sensible. Yeah. But I, yeah, so I had a continually shit rest of the evening. Went to bed, um, had some food, went to bed. Woke up the next day feeling, and this I think is really key, I woke up the next day feeling like all of my limbs were made of fucking lead and like mm. I was swimming through treacle. Okay. And I was like, oh, that's why I feel like shit. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, and then it, and then the following day was equally shit. So that was fun. Um, but <laughs> it is a, I'm trying to think like how you define burnout because that just sounds, to be fair, like without knowing, if you're just listening to this podcast for the first time and you've never come across either of us, 
I probably just sound like a twat. I probably just sound like a spoiled brat who just can't cope with people asking her to do things. But I do feel like the, the context is that normally you could ask me to do loads and loads of shit and I'd just be like, yeah, that's cool and I'll shove it in my diary and it'll get done at some point and it's very, like, I'm very it's, capable. Uh, it's like it's that feeling it's incapable, a... like feeling like I literally can't take one more tiny thing and it's the tiniest thing that always triggers well, me. Well, this is the thing. Like, it's like the, the, the way I kind of um, think about it, it's like a pressure cooker, isn't it? There's only so much that you can actually take yes. until something finally makes that that pressure valve go is is the kind of way i and I yeah think i think it there must be something to do with well at least for me it's always to do with demands and expectations and because it's i can get like when i'm teetering on burnout i'm i think vaguely aware sometimes that i haven't done my own creative stuff or mm. in this case i was feeling really resentful because my own creative stuff i'd planned in and then because everything went wrong well, you even talked about that done, didn't you that yeah. went to the bottom of the pile so i was definitely already feeling that like emotional like rah yeah but I think if you'd phoned me and said, I don't know, there's some kind of crisis, I need you to do whatever for the crisis, I probably would have been fine. Mm. It was because it wasn't a crisis and it was another, just one more tiny little tiny thing. thing. I was just like, yeah. So I feel like if the adrenaline had kicked in, that would have held the burnout off for a bit. I still would have crashed after, but... So it's a really interesting... I don't know. It's really interesting. I don't know if your experiences with, with... Like, my physical experiences around burnout, I feel like, are always very interesting to me because I don't my know body own... tells me before my brain does. My body's like, come on now, you need to just... My brain's like, woohoo, it's totally fine. And then my body's just like, eh. Um Yeah, the, really, the body yeah. telling you beforehand, I think, is actually really key because I I know when I look back after I've had this moment of I can't do this anymore and get up and walk away I look back over the sort of preceding days week however long and think to myself oh, yeah I have been sitting there staring at the screen or it's been taking me two or three hours to get up and out of bed in the morning or um, I've been having extended breaks watching Netflix for you know for hours on end instead of going back to work and because this is my body's way of trying to say, but you know hey, what's really interesting you need to about rest. That? Yeah, is that actually those things are all normal rest things that we should be doing. Yes. At least sometimes. Yes, so it's absolutely. almost like our bodies yeah, are like yeah. waving a flag, like, guys, you need to like. Desperately, guys, yeah. Mm. Guy, pre like singular, just you, just hi, brain up there. Can you listen now, please? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It is. Mm, that is interesting. Yeah, so um, when I look back, but at the time, I very rarely see it. Mm and that I think is the thing that's really key for me as I say the, the older I get the more I know myself the more soft development I do, I do um the better I get at it but yeah. I still sometimes don't like like this week I think was re- I mean I think I knew again I knew because I've had a lot of stuff going on I've had people stay I've been traveling I've had stuff you know I'm not sleeping brilliantly at the moment for a, a variety of reasons I will not launch into on the podcast because we'll be here for six hours <laughs> um but so I was kind of aware on one level that like, oh, this isn't very sustainable. I probably need to do something. And then on another level, which is again for me, when I look back at it, when I've, and I'm not saying this from a point of recovery, like this was only a couple of days ago. I'm very much still, mm. but I have had some sleep. I have had some journaling time. I've had, to, I've had a small break. So yes. I'm a bit more Yeah. on that other level. I was like, oh, if I just, if I just get through, if I just, just get to these things that need doing. And that just is really, really key for me because mm. at the point at which I'm, if I just get these done, I can have a rest. That's usually the point at which I need to stop and have the rest like yesterday. Yes. Because if I just get to the end, there's a good chance I'm going to, and I don't always explode at somebody. You just happen to catch me at a really bad time. Can um, I, I'm it. just I mean, going to yeah, say like, though, that, 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 that <clears throat> phrase, you that what you just said there about that, if I'm just, I'm going to keep that for posterity because the next time, um, I hear you say it. I'm going to be like, Carla, do you remember this? I'm just going to play this for you now. 
Yeah. Just because so I, it I feels like it's something that we've, I, I think we forget these things, don't we? We do. We totally do. And the trouble is, it's very easy. And this is this is one of the reasons I have. So in the front of all my file faxes, I think I've talked about this before, I've got um, a page, like a laminated um, dashboard that I've made that is called Spells for Feeling Well. And it's literally pictures and words. And it literally says kayaking, books, rest, morning in bed. Like it's got these very, it's, it's like a kid's picture book. Mm. Because when I am at a point where I need to stop and recover... I'm not necessarily capable of remembering yeah. the best ways to do that. And I'm more likely to then doom scroll or stuff my yes. face with junk food. And don't get me wrong, those things are totally like doable. They are not the things you need to be doing when your body's already like crying for a break yeah, and your mind exactly. is crying for a break. Yeah. So it just means I can literally open the file of facts and go, oh yeah, that one. And which sounds insane when I'm... And I think that's the really interesting thing about burnout as well. It Like with all kind of... Um, it's not even really a mental... Well, I suppose it is a mental health issue. Yeah, it is. You're not totally looking is. after your brain. You're not looking yeah. after your mind. But it is a very... Um, what is the word I'm looking for? I want to say creepy, but I don't mean creepy. I think I mean that it creeps up on you. Mm. Insidious, that's the word I'm looking for. Okay, yeah. Um, and it, when it's creeping up on you, it makes you think that it won't... It won't, it won't. You won't get burnout if you can just do... Yes. It's just like, one like you're bargaining with yourself. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, you're bargaining yeah. with yourself to do stuff yeah. and it's mad. It's absolutely mad. I thought, do you um, find, do you, have you ever found, particularly with creative burnout, because I, I feel there are different types of burnout. There's mm, definitely... Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry. I'm focusing more on the physical because yes. because that is what happens when I don't do enough creative shit. Yeah, so yeah, absolutely. So, um, but with like creative burnout specifically, do you, do you find there's a, actually, yeah, that kind of ties in with what you're just saying there about physical burnout. Do you find you can be creatively burnt out but still physically able to keep moving on yes yeah and i, I think feel like that's sometimes... the that's i think that's the and actually i think something you said earlier in this conversation or i can't remember if we were recording when you said it which is fun <laughs> um i'll let you figure that out when you yeah, do yeah absolutely um i think that you said about you know a long time without creating whatever mm. your definition oh, yeah. of a long yeah, yeah, time I say is that here, yeah. mm. um that feels like the Like a catalyst, if, or I, I think I think if you're, I'm trying to, um, I know what I want to say, and I can't get it into quite the right order. <laughs> if you feel like, so it's normal to take breaks from your creativity and fill your well and do yes, other things. You absolutely. don't have to be. We've talked a lot, haven't we, about how output is not the thing. Mm-hmm. If you've got your creative, and I'm, I'm talking specifically about creative time for you, not necessarily yes. for clients, not necessarily, but create creativity for yourself, because that yeah. seems to have been the accidental theme of this season, and I quite like it. Yeah. But in that times, if whether it's half an hour or six hours or a day a week or whatever it ends up being, you do not have to output for the whole of that time. And I think having break from creativity in that sense is different from when you are in or approaching creative burnout and you just haven't created because you don't know what to create and you've yeah. got no inspiration and you don't think you can ever create ever again mm-hmm. and you're feeling a bit like self-doughty and you've probably done some scrolling to do some comparison because yeah, that feels like a good thing to do even though it's actually not a thing to do. Yeah. Mm. I feel like there's a real difference in the... But but during in both of those states, you can still go about and do other stuff and actually probably produce perfectly good client work, perfectly good day job work, whatever it is your thing is. Um, you know, you're probably still looking after your house and your animals and stuff. So you're not. It's like I'm not saying it's not full burnout, but your body hasn't rebelled yet. It's yeah. just that your creativity has gone. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Does that make... It's funny how like... both of our creativities make similar noises when it's annoyed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, no, that does, makes does a lot that, of sense. Does that resonate? Yeah. Does that feel like it does for you? Like, I, yes. certainly for me, my creative burnout happens well before my physical burnout. Yes. But it's a good sign on the way. It is a sign I should pay more attention to. Actually, yeah. That, I feel we both learned something there today. Mm. That's the, yeah, the, the moment it's we start to waver, I feel, like, creatively, actually is the time... We should be thinking about, ah, okay, do we need to be doing something about this? So let's talk about that. What do we do when we start to recognise signs of burnout? What what do you have any thoughts <coughs> about this? Well, I think the first thing actually, which I should have said right at the beginning of the episode. Um, sorry, I'll just die quietly. Um, oh. You all right? I've got hiccups. Yeah. Oh, oh no. Good. Good. <laughs> and then trouble is that our hiccups and then I'll end up guinea pig laughing. So we'll just not do that. <laughs> Um, we haven't had the joy of my guinea pig laugh in the podcast. No, I don't yet. think we it's have. Coming. No, it's coming. it's coming. It's a bit like, ee, ee, ee. Oh, I'm not going to do that because then I'll hiccup again. Anyway, um, and now I've totally lost my train of thought. <laughs> Talking about um, um, things to do. Over. Yeah. So yes. the thing I want to say before we launch into how to, is that, and I should have said it right at the beginning. We both should have done. It is normal to experience burnout. It is normal oh God, to experience yes. multiple burnouts. It is normal to keep experiencing fucking burnout yes. and then suddenly be like, oh, I should probably start recognising this. Maybe around the age of like 45. That's, that's fine. <laughs> oh, good. That I've is got, okay. I've got that's a few totally years fine. left yet then. That's always good to or, know. Or later or earlier. Or, what I mean is don't feel bad if you're, you know, you're listening to this and going shit yeah I recognise because it took me years to even come across the concept of burnout so I was doing mm. it I was burning out regularly and then like flopping just, and then covering yeah. and then going back without ever knowing that's really what I was doing I just thought it was just life yeah, 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 yeah exactly. I just, also I just actually say so really critically and again I don't know if this is relevant but I feel like it is for a long long time I thought that was part of adult life because every time I explained to somebody how I was feeling sometimes just people sometimes the doctor they'd be like oh but you know that's just you know adult life is just busy and exhausting and you don't always have time for your creative stuff because you know you're an adult now and you have to do boring shit that's not quite how they phrased it but that's definitely the underlying tone so i didn't even know there was anything i didn't know i was doing anything wrong i thought i was just being a grown-up um when actually we know that that is not what life is about it's it's if you're if you're doing something that fills you with joy and makes you happy and actually doesn't feel like you're working through a day because you're doing this, you know, you happen to be. But also, I think even if you, you if you have to do something that you hate to earn money, oh, fine, yeah, yeah, it's not absolutely. ideal, but it's fine. But you do have to be filling the well somewhere. Yes. Um, and which actually then I think filling the well is maybe a really key part of the. But do you fill the well while, or do you need to, like, is it part of recovery or do you need to, like, recover and rest? Where does rest and recovery and filling and. Uh, so are fit, you talking about in the, in the, in the, aspect of going through burnout or are you talking about just the um, life in general no i think i think we could well could because before i started waffling on about normalization which i do think is important um you had posed the question of what do we do when yes we find uh, okay so burnout? how do we kind of tackle burnout i guess um, i can only talk about my own experiences obviously okay so i know then, this is different for everybody um however my i know the times that i have experienced any kind of burnout, creative burnout or otherwise, I need time off. And usually that comes in the form of I'm so exhausted, I end up with like an enforced break. And by break, it I mean, again, time wise, well, it can be it can be different. Depending it's on the circumstances. It, yeah. yeah, it could be a couple of days. It could be a couple of weeks. Um, mm. I've never really had it longer than that, thankfully. Um, and I've also been very lucky that um I might not have been dealing with clients at that point in time or they've been very patient and have let me rest for a, a week or so. Um, but for me, it becomes a, 
I need not to be in my office. I need not to mm -hmm. be looking at my screen. I need not to be doing any of my normal day-to-day -day routine. I need a break, a full-on break. And if that means all I do is clean the house for two or three days, which doesn't sound like, I know doesn't sound like a break, but what I mean is a break from it's my like routine, a, 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 my yeah, normality. Routine, yes, yeah. And from the pressure that, because yes, I think again, so create, harking back yeah. to where we're talking about creative space, mm. I think that actually we didn't touch on that in the episode, but I think the downside of creative space is that if you are not feeling, if you are teetering on burnout or for other reasons, so I know for me, I don't think it's the same as burnout, but I had very similar symptoms when I was dealing with grief, when I was mm. dealing with, with losing yes. it, when I lost my dad. Yes. Um, for the few months afterwards, I do remember being, because like, people kept saying to me, oh, I'm sure if you pick, and to be fair, my camera did help me recover, but not in the first six months. It was six months before I picked up my camera properly because I couldn't, I didn't, it wasn't that I didn't know what to do with it. Obviously I know how, I know how to use my camera, but I didn't know, I had no, I, that thing, what you said at the beginning, I had nothing to give. Mm. Um, and so actually being in my creative space made me feel worse, not better, because I'd pick yes. up my camera, I'd go out with it and I couldn't do anything with and it. It's and then I'd feel even well. shitter. Yeah, yeah. And, and it was just, so actually that total break is, is, is really accurate i think and i feel um, like the, i feel like then the, the guilt of not being able to create adds to the burnout as well so yeah all of those negative is, feelings yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah definitely um and it becomes like a bit of a spiral i think yes um oh, and totally. i think yeah. part of the way to tackle it is to somehow recognize it and and break like, and you have to break, break that, that spiral that, somehow. Uh, that cycle um, definitely yeah mm. but i think i think one of the things i would probably then say is because obviously as you said it is very personal so we we have like a little list um don't we of um things that might be that, that might be signs which which maybe yes. would be good um which include i have not got the list up hang on have you got the list handy <laughs> uh Didn't do you mean the things it. like the dreading starting to work yes, Start, yes, dreading yes, starting yes. work yeah, got that handy yeah yeah um fatigue stress fatigue is a big one for me definitely the tiredness yes, wanting to sleep more than is kind of yes. appropriate even if you're tired even if you're like or even having had a good like, night's sleep and getting up and feel, still yeah. feeling exhausted, yeah. yeah um, stress, so. just in general, generalised stress. For me, obviously, I, I live with a person and he bears the brunt of my stress when that mm -hmm. happens. So more arguments happen between us or mm. um, I might get a bit angsty and start shouting at my cats, bless them, you know. So I, I, I know that sounds... That is, that is a pointless exercise please, if ever I heard one. They just look at you like, what? Please don't report me to the to uh, you know the caps protection services or whatever. I mean, I don't know if you guys have ever. I don't think we've ever actually put any photos on. We probably should, but we like, should. Cats shout back. My <laughs> cats do. would shout they back. Do. So yes, they, they do. They kind of give me a, a well, especially Lola. She just gives me side eye and is like, "What the fuck are you on about?" And gets up and walks disdainful. off. Disdainful. So, yeah, 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 very disdainful. So it's like a pub living with a permanent teenager. Yes, like, she is yes. absolutely. Um, yeah, so, so things like that. That feeling. The, the, the thing I wrote here was that feeling you'll never be able to create anything good ever again. Mm. Oh. Oh, I hate that feeling when when everything I look at is just I look at it all and just go oh, it's all shit everything that you do you're just shit you don't know what you're it's doing you're such a shit. Yeah. yeah 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 exactly um, um, actually I would say the, I say to add to that then I'm going to say if you catch yourself saying stuff to yourself that you would never say to another yes, person that is probably a good sign a good that there is something one. wrong not necessarily burnout but probably something is, is mm. not right so and possibly burnout is a thing um, actually, actually I, and you know, actually, I feel like this is something we probably spot in each other as well. Because how many times mm. have we each sent messages to to each other, going, "Oh my god, I'm such a dick," and I, and, the, and the other person goes, "Well, no, hey, you're not a dick. Don't say that about yourself. You know, mm. would you say that about me if I did the same thing?" And that's when one we start day to you will, one day you, I'll say that to you, and you'll be like, "Yeah, I actually weird." I'll be like, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if you're going to get shitty with me on a on a WhatsApp message, then maybe I will. <laughs> 
what's interesting though actually is how um so i think again as i feel like with with so much of what we talk about with creativity a lot of it is about recognizing and i know I know it can come across really introspective and really kind of yes. navel-gazing, but... Then it is. It I think recognising this stuff is really helpful, not least because you can then tell the people that you love who might not be quite as introspective, who might not be as in- excited about self-development, and who might not be as as creatively involved in their own lives as, you know, we are in ours and you probably are in yours if you're listening to this podcast. Mm-hmm. And certainly for me, like, you know, in the early days of the chocolate, working with family is, is a really interesting one for me because it meant that in the, particularly in the early, like, busy days of Tempered where I had nothing else going on because of the pandemic, I couldn't, and I was incredibly stressed anyway, and it did hit a couple of times. And so there were times where they would say perfectly reasonable things like, Carla, what's the login for XYZ thing? Because I'd set it up oh, and no. not told anybody, and they were trying to take stuff off my shoulders because they could see I was overwhelmed. And they were like, do you have the login and the password? And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, you're all fucking useless. It's like... Being able to explain to them that like this is a symptom of my burnout is actually I mean it doesn't excuse me being a twat. And I oh god, I'm giving such a bad impression of myself. I am not a twat ninety-nine percent of the time. Please go and listen to all of our many other episodes Um, and then you will hear that Carla is not a twat. But like and I think I do again though, it's really interesting because I think and I'm just thinking about this now, I'm having like brain power now. I think that burnout symptoms are exacerbated when you have got people around you because it's if they're not people that are aware to spot it and alert you to your own issues because you know not unreasonably at the age of 36 they should probably expect i should probably expect that i would be able to remove myself from a situation when i'm struggling well but apparently that's not a thing um (laughs) you know that's not an unreasonable expectation and and I, i think just having the having the words to explain to someone to say sometimes this is what happens when I'm getting over even in the middle of it to be able to say do you know what I'm really overwhelmed I'm really struggling yes. with this can you do xyz thing or I'm just checking out offline for a while I'm, mm. I'm gonna switch my phone off for a couple of days because I don't want to upset anyone because I'm not actually cross with you I'm just struggling yeah I think it's actually really valuable but also really hard to say if you've not it's very hard to say you know yes. we're not supposed to say we're struggling out loud. in fact even talking about this I'm like no this is really important and there's still that brain going mm, but what if your clients here mm. what will they think of you and it's like well Actually, if you judge me for this, then I probably don't. You can. But also, (laughs) frankly, I'm not that bothered. So, uh, because it's so important, it's so important to to talk about it. Though is uh, they, um, they may hear, but they probably also have had similar feelings and worried about their clients knowing about it. And And that's so by actually, and this is when you get into that cycle. You know, it just keeps going on and on and on, doesn't it? We're all human beings at the end of the day. We have bad days. You know, it happens. Yeah, life happens. Can we just um just talking about briefly just the, what, yeah what kind of things feed the recovery? What what would you, what what tell us in your yes. world, Carla? What things feed your recovery? Well, I yes things, mm, things. <laughs> good things, but not necessarily the things that you would expect. Mm. So when I am feeling sad, I will often reach for my camera, and when I am feeling yes. generally stressed at life, I will often reach for my journal. But when I am burnt out generally the thing that helps me the most this is incredibly specific but it's something i found sitting or lying on the floor Ah. but ideally a natural floor so grass or stone or like not not like i mean carpet will do in a pinch but um floor time floor time is what helps me because i'm grounded i was gonna say i'm gonna ask you a question here have you ever heard of grounding as a as a thing and i did on um yes and also earthing so i borrowed karen's earthing mat yes um, yes and that was a really good experience Mm. um i have one of these earthing mats uh, yes there's something it's not something i even do on a particularly regular basis i live with my head in the clouds and my body in the water like i am not a grounded person at all um and 
that that is the thing that I go to the most when I'm feeling completely done and actually again for me that's the thing where I recognize it when I did it yesterday lay down outside with the cat and then lay down and then 15 minutes later was like I'm still lying on the ground and I'm feeling oh oh that's yeah. interesting yeah, um that so that that is my very specific thing that is not something I go to it's because I think lots of people are like oh you're feeling creatively burnt out go and do your creative happy things and actually there's like a bit in between before you can go back to the creative stuff because if you go to the creative stuff when you're still burnt out you're just going to make yourself feel worse mm. or at least that's my experience um, yeah. and it sounds like it's yours as well in terms of that grounding is definitely a say, thing yeah that's yeah that so grounding helps. and then there is all the basic stuff like there is the really basic self-care and when i say self-care i do not mean a fucking bubble bath i mean self-parenting so i mean sensible food like nice comforting but nourishing food I mean early nights. Mm. I mean treats, but not so many treats that you feel sick and you're making yourself feel worse. Um, movement, fresh air, all of the things that like we know are good for us, but sometimes drop off the radar a bit. Like having all of those regularly, that really helps. And then the creative stuff, then filling the well starts to come in for me. So then yeah. after I've done that for a little while, and again, the time scale varies, then I then am feeling well enough to be like, oh, maybe I'll get my sticker journal out or maybe I'll do some colouring. And often that is then not doing the thing that is my main creative thing. I just like ease myself back yes, in and then yeah. I'll, and then at one point, some point it will just click and then I'm back and I'm okay. Uh-huh. But that's yeah. my experience. I don't know how, hopefully that resonates with someone. I'm not a complete weirdo, but no, we'll no, I like that. That's good. Have I've, you had like similar, do you have, do you have a similar so, kind of thing that you go for? Or? Well, you talked about that, that, that self care for me, actually, sometimes it can just be go and have a shower and wash my hair mm-hmm. and, um, because I, I, I Magical am, water. it is absolutely, no. but I, I will be the first person to admit that with anything that I do, the, the thing that immediately goes to the bottom of the pile when I am busy, when I'm rushed is simple things like remembering to wash my hair and shower and which I, I know mm-hmm. sounds disgusting. And I promise you, my I husband very much tells me if I start to smell, then I need to go and have a shower. So. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> They but do have uses, husband. They like, do have I uses, yeah. I mean, the oh, cats no, will probably joking, just live with it, but um, yeah, but he lets me know that. The cats just try to acceptable. clean you, they'll just lick you. No, yes, no. exactly. Yeah, no, he, he's quite happy to let me know when it's not acceptable and I need to actually go and look after myself. But So that's really interesting to me. Do you find that he notices before you do that that's... Yes. Because you're not in the right headspace to clock Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Okay, yeah. So yeah. it's kind of similar, yeah. Yes, really yeah. So it's... Um, um, which I know that, that sounds like a really... Um, I mean, for, for a lot of people, having a shower and washing their hair is just a, it's a routine thing. They do it every day. Mm-hmm. I don't do it every day because it just doesn't occur to me to do it every day, which I'm starting to discover mm-hmm. is also probably a neurodiverse thing. This mm-hmm. is something that mm-hmm. I'm learning. Um, but it definitely can be a really strong symptom but of that also burnout means for me as well. It's so. easier to slip with burnout because it's not uh yes it's yeah not like because a it's not a consistent natural, yeah, yeah yeah absolutely not mm. a natural yeah consistent is yeah. what I'm looking for mm. like it's not yeah yes. um that's really interesting yeah mm. and I think I don't know I think that comes back again to that thing of like trying to make sure that there is somebody around you not to put responsibility onto them for it but just somebody who might be like I mean interestingly <laughs> when we had the discussion about burnout um so we had a brief discussion about burnout when our writing group got together again recently on zoom and I saw my mum a couple of days later and I was telling her about it. And um, she said, do you remember when you were little? And I was like, I mean, I, I remember some things. What, what specifically? And she said, 
sometimes you would just not be yourself and I would say you are an alien you need to have a rest and I'd you'd be like no I'm not I'm fine I'm fine I'm not overtired I'm fine and she was like no you're an alien go and read a book for a while she was like and I would didn't send you to your room I would just say go and read a book and I would go and read a book and she said within five minutes you would be fast asleep and then when you woke up you weren't an alien anymore and I was like I do actually remember that wow um, and I find that really interesting because I feel like for me that was, I mean, I was probably like four, five, six at the time, but I clearly that was a thing Even where then, I was, I mean, obviously yeah. when you're a child, you don't have those emotional, you don't like, that's part of being a child, isn't it? Is you don't mm. have emotional regulation, but I find it really interesting. And I'm sure I burn out less despite having the most stressful job I've ever had when I lived with Julia because she was there and we would notice each other's ups and downs. Mm. So I love living on my own. I'm not going to suddenly get a housemate because of that, but I, it, I think having your support network who clock it who yes. notice it who even not even to say i think you're burnt out today because that's quite a specific thing but just to like remind you like you do you quite often say to me have you eaten have you had your medication at the right time yeah you know have you, have you had rested more than three hours sleep? Have you slept? Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly um, yeah are you ill so, yeah. is that are there things we need to be looking yes. at here yes. can we yeah. can we reschedule something can i help you with anything yes, yes. to which it's... obviously i'm like no i'm totally fine if we can just get this done it'll be fine and then i'm like oh, <laughs> ding light bulb there is <laughs> that's where it's so valuable you know Um, and I do think actually I I think I'm going to say as well like preventing it is better than of course recovering from it yes absolutely I think also like if you have like me this week if you have you know maybe had a bit of an explosion that you weren't expecting or you've just been a little bit less nice than you normally are (laughs) just sort of being able to go back to people and being like do you know what I'm that's really key and also i think just being able to just go back and say actually it wasn't you it was me yeah please don't hold it against me is is actually quite like this is it because otherwise the other person the other person might be struggling with like why did they shout at me what did i do what the hell um but also i just want to i want to add to that it is that that um because i know obviously when things like that happen sometimes it can be really embarrassing as well mm. and the, mm-hmm. or shame you know if there's a shame mm. factor to yeah, it yeah shame there isn't no shame in and, that and, and, and that. so actually so actually going back to apologize can be a really ter- terrifying thought experience because you don't know how it's going to get received from the other side but i tend, i think you tend to find if you explain why mm. you felt that way mm-hmm. and you and you make your apology most people will be like ah okay and if, even worry, if you mate, haven't you know, yeah yeah mm. i think so i think so and i think that's okay even if you don't clock it until like three weeks yeah, later yeah, absolutely because yeah. we don't always know in the, no. in the in the minute well we, we might be aware that we're being a bit weird but we don't know ourselves why and i think that's okay and it won't always be down to burnout but i do think it is more common i think as a sort yes. of coming towards a closing thought i feel like burnout is far more common than um, and again one of the things we said on this podcast we want to celebrate the good stuff but we also want to talk about the stuff that people yeah, don't the hard talk stuff. about enough yeah. the hard mm. stuff and the stuff that actually when i say hard stuff it's not it's not like oh here we are two people that are struggling it's like here we are two people who just like 95 percent of everybody else we have yes. these struggles it's just that no one really talks about i know i know there are there's mental health stuff is much more talked about now mm. but um i think just being I guess, like with everything, like with the jealousy, like with all the stuff we've talked about, being aware is probably yes. the most. Yeah. Um, so that you can try and stop it in its tracks. And obviously, I mean, the, the best way to avoid burnout is to make sure you regularly rest and, you know, nourish yourself. And take your time off of work, people. This have is the your thing creativity that I've time. But yes. Take, yes, yes, mm. take time off of work so that you can have your creative time and don't associate yes. guilt with that. Because yes. I think that is probably for creative burnout specifically rather than full mm. body life burnout. Yeah. Um, I think there's I think when resentment starts to creep in that is probably the killer. So. Absolutely. Mm. It makes such a difference. Mm. Yeah, to actually and mm. give your give yourself that permission that you don't have to always be 
you know, working 24-7. It's, All it's... unproductive. And, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, you know, even if you are in your, like, for example, with me working Monday to Friday, nine to five, generally, for the most part, if I get to a Tuesday afternoon and think this is just not happening don't feel guilty about that you know if it means that you need to get up and go for a walk and okay you're going to have a bit more on your plate for tomorrow to deal with then so be it it's it's just you, you yeah recognizing that that is okay and you can make those changes and you know I've, I've, I do it often if I if I get to the middle of the week and think this is not happening I'm going to be working mm. the weekend instead and I'm going to take two days off and now fine. then yeah. fine then yeah. that's what and it that's is fine. isn't it so definitely mm. and I would add to that I think as well um and I know this is colored by this week's experiences with with pets but um i was talking to a friend earlier and um we said actually the one thing the pandemic has taught us which we should have known and we did know but i think maybe in in when you get caught up in life business work creative business all of those things not so much the joy stuff but when you get caught up on the other things is that actually what is the point of life what is even is the point of running your own business if you can't occasionally jack it in to spend time with your friends or your mum or your new baby nibbling niece nephew nibblings um or you know actually like you say i you know i'm not feeling great i want to go for a walk or i want to go to the cinema on a random tuesday afternoon what is the point if you can't do those things and those are the things that probably prevent burnout so we should balance it all comes back to balance doesn't it should we just sack off the podcast and just say balance is the thing <laughs> balance because yeah. really i feel like every, everything we talk about comes back to balance doesn't it Aww. but yes i'm making zen like poses now, we've solved so. it we've solved the meaning of life sarah it's balance <laughs> how the fuck do we make it happen <laughs> that is exactly it isn't it and, well much like balance though it is a forever <coughs> changing thing isn't it you put one thing on one side then that means you need to correct and bring the other thing to the other side things i'm yeah. saying things but and i'm standing here doing like Scales She's actually doing well the like arms. the um yes yeah, scales. I was gonna say like the upside down my little tea I'm a little teapot dancer. Oh that too. Is scales, yes, isn't it? That too. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to be scales, but obviously on that note, shall we just wrapping us up, please, yes. <laughs> I hope just descended into you, chaos. We just now. yeah, we were doing so well. No, no, it's good. Um I know, I I hope I hope that you um if you're helpful. listening, I hope that it's been slightly useful. Um, I feel like we started and ended in like, if, if not it was uncontrollable <laughs> but um yeah no i hope it was helpful and um we will probably revisit this again because it is a topic that comes up um repeatedly in various creative Mm. communities that we have um and obviously we've just talked about our experiences i think there are are lots of other ways of experiencing burnout so um i think maybe maybe that's one for um one of our coaches yes yes absolutely but for now we shall bid you goodbye and we'll see you next time bye-bye Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening. We'd love for you to rate us, review us and subscribe on your favourite podcast app. Five stars, please. Where can people find us online, Carla? We are on Facebook and Instagram at Creative Reboot Co. And we also have a Facebook group, which we'd love you to join to come and talk to us about the episodes. Just search for Creative Reboot Group. And you can also go to our website, creativereboot.co, where you can subscribe to our mailing list and get in touch with us if you fancy being a guest or have topics that you want us to chat about. We'll look forward to seeing you there. Oh, yeah.